What's up, y'all? This is Asheray. And this is Zay with, with hashtag, hashtag Redeemed. What's up, everybody? We are back with another edition of Hashtag Redeemed Podcast. Yeah, yeah. H-Town in the building. <laughs> Today, we're talking about fear and how fear can affect your identity. Oh, man. So this is a topic that uh, seems to grip a lot of us who call ourselves believers. I just want y'all to know that fear is literally the opposite of faith. And our God, it says in the Bible that he did not give us a spirit of fear. So if he has not given us the spirit of fear, then where did that spirit come from? Hmm. If it ain't come from God, then it had to come from the oh, devil, Oh, she y'all. preaching already. We ain't even 30 seconds in. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying... So this is something that I know that I've struggled with a lot and I know that a lot of people struggle with and just the the counterintuitive measure of trusting God. We're trusting in a God um, that we don't see. Um, we can definitely feel. I mean, we see the beauty of his majesty in um, just the way that the flowers are painted and the skies are painted the way that they're the way that um the birds chirp and like you know just the intricacies of the trees and everything so you know I was sitting there and I was thinking about this one day and I and I was like wow so we can believe all this random like crazy stuff that nobody else believes like <laughs> that God was born of a, of a virgin, that Jesus was born of a virgin, and we can't believe him to give us some money, mm. or we can't believe him to give us a house, or to put food on our table. And I was just like, whoa, like, man, like, that shook my whole my whole faith. Like, I was just like, okay, so I can believe you to be born of a virgin to die on a cross to save the sins of the world and i can't come back to life and then and come back to life (laughs) but i can't believe that you can heal me from something or i can't believe that you can provide for me like what i can believe that you spoke the whole world into being and i can't believe like Mm. what so i was just like okay so that honestly doesn't make sense so if it doesn't make sense like why do it you know (laughs) like I don't know. It's just, this is something that I know that I've struggled with and I know I'm not the only one. And, um, it's just something that I have to consciously tell myself, you know, if you can believe this, why can't you believe that? And, you know, the devil would love to have you questioning God, questioning your faith, all that stuff. But you know what? Whenever he comes at you with all these lies and whatnot, just tell him to shut up, you know? (laughs) Slap him upside the And head. you know what? And don't just tell him to shut up, but do what do what Jesus did when he was tested in the desert by him. <laughs> Hit him with some word, you know? All right? So just like, you know, whenever I feel the devil trying to come at me with some, you know, just thoughts of, oh, you know, you still, you still operating in depression, right? You know, you still this, you know, you still that. I just pull out some word on them. You know, I'm like, you know what? God said with me, he was going to be my peace that surpasses all understanding. So if he's going to be my peace that surpasses all understanding, then why, like, why try to understand it? I don't know how to figure it out. No way. Might as well give it to him. So that has been my, uh, test of faith. And like literally this whole 
past year and a half has been a test of faith. Uh, just a little something. So I was, those who have heard my testimony, I was dealing with, um, I was just dealing with a lot of sexual perversion. And then whenever I was starting my journey to, um, deliverance, my journey of deliverance, God told me to quit my job. I was like, okay, cool. Quit my job. And he gave me an idea for a business. I, so I was just like, all right, cool. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to pop this business off. It's going to pop off, blah, 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 you know. And I was sitting there and I was just like, okay, so God, it's a year and a half later. I still don't have a job, no income, staying with my parents, doing all this stuff. And I'm fearful, like straight up, like straight up fearful because I'm like, okay, so my parents being so great, the gracious people that they are, just the loving people that they are, they love their kids, they, um, they believe in not only in me and in my vision, but they believe in the God in me and that God is doing something through me. And so I told God, I, I will wake up like extremely fearful and feeling like completely useless because I was so used to working like 12 to 14 hours a day, like five to six days out of a week. And then I find myself doing nothing. And I say doing nothing, but really... I see now what God was, has been doing in me. He's been having me diving into my word. He's been having me talking to him. He's been having me just pull closer to him to help me walk out this deliverance. And, you know, some people get delivered overnight. That has not been my story. That has not been my story. It has literally been a journey. And when the devil, he comes and he, 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 he gets you with that subtle fear, that fear where it's just like something real subtle just happens and you're like, oh, oh my. Like you find yourself afraid for no reason. Honestly, if you really think about it, you're like, wow, why did that scare me? And a lot of times, like the Bible say, it's it's the, the valley of the shadow. That means it's just a shadow. It's so you, shadow. you fear in the shadow. And, and if you know what a mirage is, you look, is that's literally all it is. It's the mirage of fear. Like it's the mirage of that thing that comes upon you to scare you and you sitting up there being afraid of a shadow like don't that song crazy as all get out <laughs> you afraid of a shadow but it literally says that in the word and that that he will be with you even through that it says you will fear no evil and so you know a lot of times i hear people saying oh just just do it just do it scared do it scared and like no what, what are you saying do it scared is that is that what the word told us to do no it said do it in faith. So if you're doing it scared, that means you you looking at you you're going by what you see with your natural eyes. You're doing it in fear, and so that's not what God has commanded us commanded us to do. He said, um, He said, walk by uh, walk by faith and not by sight. So if you walking if you walking by sight, then of course you're gonna be scared because everything you see around you is gonna be jacked up. <laughs> so real. of course you're gonna have some type of fear come up over your life. And for real, like. I look at my situation and I look at, you know, all the things that I have going on, all the like debt that I've incurred from, uh, from, uh, from college and, uh, just debt from like credit cards and all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, God, I have literally no income coming in, like no income. And my life is a hot mess right now. So what are you doing? I'm real confused. Like you told me you give, you gave me all these promises. You gave me, um, 
Um, you gave me all of these, uh, these things to work on and yes, and I'm working on myself to make sure that my light shines ever so brightly, but I don't see anything. I don't see any fruit. And that's where the fear gets you. It's like, all right, you don't see nothing yet. Guess what? We're going to drop a little fear on you. And see, see, that's where the enemy likes to come in and try to confuse you because it could look a certain way. It could, it'll have that shadow of that thing, and then it it don't be like that in reality. But you but you start to fear because you see that thing or you see a little glimpse of it, and you're like, "Oh God, that's not what you showed me." Okay, no, that's not what He showed you, but that doesn't mean that He's ready to give it to you or that you're ready to receive it. Precisely, and that's what it is. Because when I think about some of the things, and and it's so crazy, because I'll sit here and say like, you know, all of all of this. All of this stuff that I don't have, but when I think about it, I'm like, okay, God, if you were to give me that just a couple months ago, yeah, I am not in the same place I was just a couple months ago. But if you were to give me this thing that you have given me today, a couple months ago, I probably wouldn't been able to handle it, you know, and it's a growing up in the mind and trusting your God, knowing that he knows everything about your life. He knows the beginning from the end. And he knows that all things that are going on in your life, around your life, will work together for the good of those who love him. So in that case, we just got to make sure that we are putting our complete and total trust in him. So when people do try to come at us talking about some, well, I don't know, you stupid for this, you stupid for that. And we start to question our identity, which is found solely in him. I-N-D-E. We... we, (laughs) start to just be like okay god i'm gonna surrender start questioning god i'm and it's just like it, it when we take a take a step back and we stop looking at what we can do and trust mm-hmm. in what god can do mm-hmm. we start to truly see who he called us to be honestly so Things that he has told me that um, he's going to do through me. I don't see how he's going to do that, honestly. If I'm being completely honest, like I, I like I said, I, I am definitely different than I was just a couple months ago. But I'm still sitting here mind blown saying like, God, I know what you showed me, but I don't see any way on how that's going to happen. And I am I'm one of those people that at first I did not want to be used by God. I just wanted to sit like whenever I came back into the fold i just wanted to sit in church and serve any way that i could but i did not want to be on a platform and so whenever he told me hey he was telling me things about my life he's like you're gonna be doing this and this and this and this and i was like uh you got the wrong one and a lot of times y'all when um when when people are feel fearful of well when it pertains to identity it's because you haven't seen nobody else do it and that's especially when it comes to a call of God on, on your life. Like there's there's certain stuff that, that you haven't seen people do. So, of course, you're going to be fearful because it hasn't been done before. So it's like, well, God, that sounds a little crazy because I ain't, ain't nobody else did that before. But who said you're not the one to change that? Who said you're not that one person that can make that happen? So I like really just love... Uh... Romans 117, it just talks about trusting God. And I like the last part of that verse where it says the person in right standing before God by trusting in him really lives. And I'm just like, oh, okay. So you say that (laughs) you say that I'm alive, like I'm fully and really alive when I just trust in you. 
when I just trust in you. So you telling me that when I just surrender all, that I find my freedom in surrendering all? Like, what? And, and you know, it's, it's, it's just amazing to think about, like, yo, we be going around in circles and stuff with this fear thing. But all we have to do is follow instructions. We don't have, like, y'all... We don't have to think for ourselves. Like God gave us the blueprint. He gave us. He gives us instructions. Like He gives us everything that we need to live. Everything pertaining to life and godliness. But we sit here going around in circles, screaming, rolling on the floor, and not trusting God for five hundred dollars, for seven hundred. And I'm talking to myself right now. So, (laughs) but it and it's crazy to think about. Like literally, all we have to do is follow the instructions and like the word says, let him be let him be um our our uh our guide and let him be our our protector and our shield. And when we do that, then where is fear gonna fear has no place in at our table, you know? And so that's what I that's what I just love about the scriptures is that, you know, whenever you are feeling fearful. You can easily pull one up and be like, hey, no, he's commanded commanded me to be bold, strong, and courageous, uh, such as Joshua 1 and 9. And I I was sitting there and I was thinking about it. I was like, okay, God, make this real plain to me. How does fear, uh, how does it basically kill my identity? So he started to talk to me about Peter. And he is like, you know, fear is crippling, debilitating. Fear feeds shame and shame keeps you bound. So everybody knows the story about Peter. Peter is literally one of my favorite Bible characters because I just like the way he talked back. And, you know, that resonates with me a lot because I talk back. She acts just like Peter, y'all. That's what she's trying to say. (laughs) Okay, look. (laughs) So we all know three times he denied Jesus and then he fled. (laughs) The funny thing that always gets me about this story with Peter is the fact that Peter was called the rock. So his old, his old name, Simon, which means to hear or to be heard. And I was sitting here, I was thinking about that. Okay, Simon, to be here, to be heard. I was like, okay, so you stopped looking to Jesus and started trusting in your own human fallacies. And you forgot your name, the name that Jesus gave you, which means you forgot your purpose. So you stopped focusing on him because you were like, all right, I denied him. I'm feeling shameful. I'm depressed. I'm going to run away now. And you started, you just reverted back to who, who you were before. You were back where you reverted back to, I'm going to be here or be heard. Like, and so I was sitting there and I was like, okay, God, make it plain to me. Because like I said, I'm like, well, like he said, I'm like Peter. I'm like Peter. I'm just like, all right, I don't get what you're saying. So make this real plain because I'm a little, you know. But uh, so when Jesus departed from them for a little bit, he literally told him it told like the disciples. And this was the crazy thing about it that like made me like, all right, Peter, like, you know, I don't understand sometimes, but at least I would have got that. I was like, OK, he said, I'm going to be back. Y'all, I'm just going to be gone for a little bit. <laughs> and these dudes like find their way back to Peter was like, all right, well, I'm just going to go back to doing what I was doing before. I'm like, bro, you are the you. This is where I feel like Peter started getting real depressed. Not only did he uh, basically betray and deny his savior, who he knew to be the savior, because remember, Peter was the one who said mm-hmm. when Jesus asked, well, who do you say I am? He said, you are the son of God. You are the Messiah. 
And Peter, Peter, like Jesus was like, oh, okay, cool. Everybody Peter, else no. was saying, oh, you ain't no, you, you, you just, just a teacher. You're just a prophet. Sometimes you're John the Baptist. But Peter knew, and Jesus said, hey, you couldn't have got there from anywhere else. You had to get Except that straight from the Father. father. Mm-hmm. And he was like, all right, Peter. So since you told, since you know who I am, I'm gonna tell you who you are. You are the rock on which I'm gonna build my church, and not even the gates of hell can stand against it. So if not even the gates of hell can stand against you, Peter, then why would you go back to being Simon? Why would you take your eyes off of Jesus? Even though he said he was going to be right back, bro. Like, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, dang. And I look at Peter and I'm like, Peter, you, me and you are the same. (laughs) Because God, God will sit there and he will, if we're honest, God will sit there and tell us one thing, you know, we'll get a prophetic word and we'll be hyped. For two seconds. And then we'll be like, you know, when it doesn't come through in our timetable, in our timetable, not God's timetable, in our timetable, we'll sit there and be like, oh, well, let me just revert back to my old identity. (laughs) And that's exactly what Peter did. I was like, bro, like, and so I was like, okay, God, make it even more plain to me. So he told me, you know, if you have your identity rooted in me, there's no need to fear. And Obviously, Peter had forgotten that Jesus had told him, like, not only are you a fisher of men, but you are the rock on which the church will be built. So he lost sight of his identity and he reverted back to what he was skilled at. He went back to fishing. And then he even he gets even more depressed because he's like, oh, man, I really believe that in in Simon's mind, Simon Peter's mind that he was like, "Okay, God called me Peter. And why am I going back to being Simon? And I feel like that gave gave him even like pushed him even more deeper into depression because he was like, yo, I was a fisherman and God told me I was the fisher of men. And I went back to being a fisherman like he downgraded. And whenever there's a whenever you downgrade yourself, whenever you lose sight of the identity that God gave you whenever you push yourself down that you know that that that's a terrible feeling (laughs) I've done it so many times I've done it so many times where God was like this is who I tell you that you are and I'm like no I'm stupid because I allowed the enemy to get up here I allowed the I allowed what was happening in front of me to dictate how I felt I allowed fear to grip my heart and the fear that gripped my heart changed my identity and so I was sitting there and I was like all right cool so you were let in on a secret that Jesus was the Messiah you went back to be Simon I was like all right bro like I'm done with you and then I was and then I was just like you know Peter was the one who who asked all the questions I don't think he was trying to be uh stubborn I don't think he was trying to be insubordinate I just really think think that Peter because he was so smart because he did know who Jesus really was that he just wanted to experience God on a deeper level. And that's how I, that's, that's exactly how I feel. Like I ask God to make it plain to me all the time. I'm like, all right, God, I don't understand what you're saying. So make it real plain to me. Like slap me in the face with it because I don't, I don't understand right now. And it's not because I'm not smart because on paper on with books, I am smart. It's just the fact that I want to experience him on a deeper level. I don't like, you know, I I want, I don't want just the basics, the, oh, I'm just trying to get to heaven. Like, no, I'm trying to experience him on a deeper level. 
And so with, 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 with Peter dancing between, am I Simon or am I Peter? You, you see him in the, in, when, when, when Jesus is seized in the garden of Gethsemane before they're about to take him to be crucified, you know, you see, you see that Peter really did love Jesus because I mean, obviously why in the heck would he cut that soldier's ear off? And why would Jesus have to put it back on? He was like, all right, Peter, you the rock on which I'm going to build my church. So I can't have you screwing up your destiny. So let me put this dude's ear back on. And, and literally it, it, it really, it, it shook me when I read this. And when I was asking God, I was like, whoa. So I see how fear not only robbed this dude of his name for a little bit, but pushed him back into his old identity. Like what? Like, and I've seen it happen so many times. I've seen it happen so many times with not only with myself, but with people around me where fear will grip your heart and will make you, uh, you know, shrink. It'll make you shrink to who you used to be, or it'll make you shrink into thinking the way you used to thought about yourself. And this is something I know from personal experience because God's been, you know, dealing with me, telling me, you know, and showing me how loved I am just in his word and, and, um, with, with my parents encouraging me and my brothers and sisters encouraging me. And I'll always get that little stupid remark. A a thought will cross my head and then I'll hear the devil say, you know, you stupid, right? You, you, you know, you're fat, right? You know, you don't have no money, right? You know, you don't, you know, you can't provide your basic needs. You know, you're useless, right? You know, they only want you here so you can cook for them, right? All these things. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, whoa, okay. Okay. And that's when I literally have to get up, arrest my thoughts and be like, no, Da, 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 da. This is what Jesus says about me. This is what Jesus says about me. This is what Jesus says about me. And I know that I am a new creation. God has given me an identity that first of all, I cannot suppress because I know that I am not living this life just for myself. And us as believers, we are not living just for us. We are living to take the truth to the world. So we cannot allow fear to cripple our hearts. We cannot allow fear to rewrite our identities, y'all. We have to. We have to let go of fear, grab hold, steadfast, uh, stand on God, <laughs> stay in your word, and just hold on with a bulldog grip to faith because that's the only thing that's going to get us through this life with our sanity, honestly. I mean, it is what it is. Isaiah been real quiet. Because I'm I'm trying to take in everything she's saying. <laughs> yeah, taking in everything she's saying. I ain't had nothing to say. <laughs> Man, he always got me thinking like, you know, I I mean, I do talk a lot, but you know. I mean, I, I, hey, I'm letting you go forth in the Lord. <laughs> hey, I felt that one. Ooh, yes, yeah. God. Yeah, God. But now, uh, seriously, y'all, we just wanted to come to y'all today and... Um, just talk to y'all about fear, um, because like I said earlier, and like we've been talking about, you should never do anything in fear. If you're doing it in fear, then it is not God. Like you're not going in the Lord. The Bible says 
that he will send you um, in his name. If, if he sends you in his name, then you shouldn't be going in fear. If you're going in fear, that means that's what you're going to project on the situation or whatever it is that you're doing. And if you're going to do it in fear, then why do it? Amen. And yeah, I'm saying that, but I'm talking to myself too. You're talking to me too. That's why I said <laughs> amen. It is firmly and truly so, my brother. You know, and so we are just excited for what God is doing. Um, we want you guys to join us next time. Uh, we are looking to do a couple of, uh, what do you call it, features? Is that what it's called? Features, but we'll have a couple of people on here. Um, and we want to hear you guys' feedback. Uh, so if you would uh, leave any comments or anything, you can catch us on Facebook at Brand747. That is B-R-A-N-D 747. You can also um, email us on here um, at 747corp at gmail.com. Um, if you have any prayer requests or anything, just leave us a message and let us know um, that you guys are enjoying or if you have any concerns, anything that you want to let us know. All right, guys, remember, be intentional. Share a smile. Live life on purpose. Peace. Peace.